All right, welcome back to Basement Buds. Uh, I'm your host, Lewis. Uh, fortunately, I couldn't have been with you uh, last episode, but you know, I'm here now, back feeling better. Yep. Yeah, I, <laughs> I uh, finally got released from the Shadow Realm after being uh, detained for um, unknown reasons. We're not going to touch on that. Anyway, uh, here with my co-host. Proceed. And uh, today, our guest, our very special guest uh, today, that being... Formerly Dom Dior. Dom Dior. And uh, welcome. Who brings you on the bus today? Uh, I'm just tapping in with a little more creatives, more local creatives. I feel like Boston is really in the, like, on the borderline of a new renaissance. Yeah. Um, it's in there for a few years, but I feel like the only thing we're missing is, like, the cultivation of our foundation. Yeah. yeah feel me? And, like, shit like this is just solidifying one more network, because... My network, it's y'all network now. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, through like, so I totally feel what you're saying about Boston kind of being on the renaissance of like our like our fashion, our hip hop scene, just the scene in general, just like blowing up. And it's like by us combining, you know, like our social spheres and kind of creating this community, I feel like we're just always on that path. We're on that pathway. Yeah. Almost there, honestly. Yeah, you can always, um, by people banding together it's just like the people who follow this person versus this person it's like when they collab together then it's just both audiences and like people can click that way and stuff and like it's just so crazy yeah exactly exactly but i totally agree with that too and um well i guess for starters i guess we're gonna start out with um who are you what do you stand for you know things like that just um just a little basic information about yourself. Well, the show, get it rolling. Um, I mean, it's a big question, but just like a quick <laughs> rundown on me. I'm yeah. I'm Don Dior, you know, um, I'm a Boston Chicano rapper. I've been out here for like 15 some years. Um, originally, I'm from Texas, though. So mm-hmm. I, grew, I grew up and spent some time in Texas. Mm-hmm. All my family's from Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in West Texas in El Paso. And I moved out here when I was like, just before I turned 10. Um, and I've been in Massachusetts, I've been in Boston for long as I come out, like I said, like 15, 16 years. Mm-hmm. Um, started making music with my cousins when I was 12. Um, just in them, just in their cribs and shit when I was back in Texas. Um, and I didn't really take it seriously for real till uh, I was in college. And then I linked up with, with KLBK. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was my brothers like Tomo, uh, the 508 guy, Rob. Um, shout out Bad for the Community Podcast with St. Yves and Nate Nix. Um, I linked up. I linked up with them. I met. I met Nate a few years later, but um, I linked up with KLBK at, when I was at school at UMass Law. Yeah. Um, and it was just like it was like on site. It was just we started messing with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, like I said, we was in the dorm, so we was like smoking, making music, smoking, yeah. making yeah. music. Like I remember being in Tomo's dorm and literally watching him cook up a beat while we're all rolling up. You go into the fucking bathroom, spark, listen to the beat, freestyle. Finish smoking, come out, record, start rolling up, rinse and repeat, rinse oh, and repeat. That's a fire cycle, bro. Yeah, bro, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like some, a lot of the music we was making was bullshit, bro. Mm-hmm. But it was just us messing around on what the equipment we had at the time. Like, yeah. yeah. We had the Scarlet Focus right and shit. And then I also linked up with Clark D at um, um shout out Clark D. He was on BMA. Um, actually, two time Grammy nominated artist too. Oh wow! Um, you know, shout Mike Flex, my yeah. boy. Um, uh, I was at Law when I when I got close with him and shit. Yeah. Uh, we ended up staying in the same suite. Um, we like dorm together. And it was like the same thing. He don't smoke, but it was like yeah. I would smoke. <laughs> I, I would watch him cook up, roll up, smoke, and I would come. I have my I have my two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being in that environment just like really catapulted my my ability to create. Yeah. Um, and then going into deeper to the artistry, like I, the music that I make is is I feel like pretty vast. Like it's like. I go from, like, I started with boom bap and trap music. I transitioned into drill music. Uh, after listening to a lot of Chief Keef in high school and shit like that. Yeah. So I was all, I was on the hard rap shit for a little while. Um, but I always, I like, wanted to sing. Because when I was growing up, I would be listening to, like, Sade with my mom and shit. I'd mm-hmm. listen to, like, 90s and 80s pop music. Like, that was, like, mm-hmm. her jam and shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I always listen to rap and stuff, too. Um, but there were always that was that element in me. So like when I started experimenting more with my vocals with Clark the bullshit, like Clark really got me to start singing for real. Yeah. Um, and so I started singing and shit. Then started making a multitude of different sounds. Like right now, we're working on an R and B project. Mm. Last year I came out. Last two years I've been coming out with like house, 
inspired songs, house yeah. inspired music. Mm -hmm. um, twenty twenty two, I actually came out with a drill house project called Saturation. Oh wow! Where I try to like transition the drill music into house music and blend the sounds at some points. Um, sounds really interesting. Not really though. No, for sure. I appreciate you. No, I'm just trying to like. I'm in a mode where I want to create what I want to create as much as possible. Yeah. Um, I feel like so many times in my life, in our lives as men of color and shit, as men yeah. in general, mm -hmm. specifically men of color, we're expected to be boxed in a certain, certain, uh, certain boxes. We're just supposed to be like, we're yeah, like supposed to fit, be yeah, we're exactly. like fitting into that stereotype and shit. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like we gotta be, we gotta be hard. We gotta be, we gotta be macho. We gotta have bravado. Mm -hmm. We gotta like, you know, wear our emotions. Like never wear our emotions on our sleeve. Like I remember vividly my my family telling me that like never wear your heart on your sleeve. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like never let your emotions be known. Never let somebody cry. No, let's let's let, never let somebody see you cry, mm -hmm. and never let someone see you in pain. Like yeah, those are rules I had to live by, but like it never really felt natural. You feel me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like well, I remember I was like in fifth grade. Uh, I don't know, maybe not fifth grade, but I remember when Eight Ways and Heartbreak came out. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. watching that shit and, and Say You Will was on bro and it was raining on the way home when I was walking from the bus I was crying bro mm -hmm. I wasn't crying about nothing specific but just I was listening to music and listening to what Kanye was saying bro and I was just like damn yeah you just felt that shit yeah exactly yep. and so I've just been trying to carry that kid with me for as much as possible just to know that like yo like your emotions are valid and yeah I can tell you otherwise exactly mm -hmm. it's only up to you to like validate your own emotions because like if not who's gonna do it for you you know exactly. then you're gonna end up like a couple years down the line you're gonna have to seek therapy and shit because it's like your emotions are working right and you're gonna wonder why yeah you know? so many of us are emotionally stagnant and that's because we've never had not only role models to show us what it looks like to express ourselves yeah but we've never been encouraged for it to express ourselves yeah like, it's true i got lucky with my moms because it was just me and my mom and my sister for a while mm -hmm. and she was always on the tip of like yo now you gotta cry yeah you gotta you gotta show your emotions yep then i would go back to my cousin's shit with my pops and everything back to texas mm -hmm. it was a little bit different down there feel me yeah so it was just like that dichotomy really like balanced me out but it also like fucked up everything yeah, yeah, but like, in, like in, the, in the in the way I wouldn't not want it to for me. Yeah, I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I feel like for me, like my whole my whole one of my goals of 2024 mm -hmm. is to be like my most authentic self. You know, yeah. and that kind of ties in with you know being true to your emotions and like just kind of letting yourself feel these things because I yeah. feel like through you know that kind of stigma of men like not being able to really be yourself, really hide your emotions, try to be all like macho and shit, mm -hmm. like. Niggas, oh, you're good. Yeah, oh. you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. But, um, <laughs> you know, people create um, kind of like imposter syndrome. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know who you are. And I feel like I know so many people that are just like out there confused and don't really know how to like deal with all these certain situations and how to kind of evolve right. in certain ways. And it's really just allowing yourself to be yourself and feel like the things that you're really feeling. Thanks. And let it just go unfiltered. Yeah. That's yeah. just hard when you ain't, you ain't know how to do it for real. Mm -hmm. You're like 33, and now you're like, damn. Damn. I don't know how the fuck am I out of this shit. Mm -hmm. And it sucks, too, because, like, that eventually leads to why the number's so high on, like, male suicide rates and shit. Because mm -hmm. it's like, they really don't have anybody to outlet to. So it's just like, oh, this is the easiest way. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly. it. Yep. Suicide rates, domestic violence rates. Like, bro, so many of the things that happen to us as men, but also the, the pain that we inflict on women starts and ends with us yeah mm -hmm. like so many even like for years years even if you look at like the ways in which men of color oppress other women of color mm -hmm. and like other not like like non-gender conforming people of color just non-men yeah it's like bro we're the lowest on the totem pole so we, we see somebody next to us like oh you're actually you're lower than me on the totem pole mm -hmm. so let me let me get my shit out on you yep just like this dude's getting out on me yep. yeah like it's like uh like du bois had a whole like paper on, on philly's uh i think it was like the seventh ward or some shit mm -hmm. I forget what it is specifically, but it was just like talking about how like that the dynamics of living in those environments causes you to be so like almost insane that you start oppressing the people who look just like you, mm. who just happen to be like either a woman or like for a person who's queer. Anybody who's like slightly more oppressed than you, yeah, you're almost instinctually trying to oppress them because like we're in this rat race, we're on this tone pole, mm -hmm. everywhere else is like, oh, they're oppressing their people, so let's oppress my people. Yep. Yeah. Because in a way, that's like all our people knew for such a long time. Yeah. You know, how could you really think outside the box and do something different? No facts. And it's like, it's the proximity to whiteness at the end of the day. It's mm -hmm. like, yo, I might not be white, 
but I'm not a woman. Yeah. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. So that's closer to me being a white man mm-hmm. than her being a white man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's like a subconscious thing where you're ingrained and conditioned and conditioned after years and years and years, generations. Mm-hmm. Even you start looking at your family, this even goes down to like, yo, the way there's so much crime in our communities is because yeah. you like, you associate crime with the people around you. But even like the crime that is committed, it's like, yo, you see mom and pops working overtime, working two jobs, working 60, 50, 80 hours a week sometimes, mm-hmm. and they broke. But the dope man down the street, he just bought a new chain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He, he got he got he got sneakers you ain't never heard of before. You know? Yeah. So why the fuck am I gonna try to clean toilets or try to like go to school and balance my job if all I gotta do to make a quick buck is sell some dope? Yeah. Know? Sell mm-hmm. some weed. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll elevate, sell some crack, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like it like you get into a cycle where you're like, yo, all the role models I should be looking at around me are hurting, are in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the dude who's not in pain is the dude in the new Impala with three shorties in his backseat with a band in, on his chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the stigmas that are um, inflicted, especially in like the black community, where it comes to like shit like that. Because it's like, just like you said, like it's like, why the fuck would I want to fucking go go to school and educate myself, potentially do the same thing he's doing in a couple years when I can go go out and do that shit right now exactly. and fucking that be done with it but then it's like they really don't realize that they're the people that are help not helping hurting the community the most Mm -hmm. exactly and it's like because they just see the material and i feel like like material is so much these days Mm -hmm. that it's just like people are chasing the material so much they lack and like don't see what's actually important in life Mm -hmm. exactly they get the material and then they're like damn like it's numb but material. Yeah. What else is next? Mm-hmm. What can I get after this? Mm-hmm. Facts, facts, facts. But anyway, I feel like we got kind of like we got deep. <laughs> yeah, we got we got deep in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is what happens all the time though when we host people. It's just like we like we have topics that we're gonna talk about, and then it's just like nah, and then it just goes left. Uh, then we just talk about. I feel like we just we're always talking about shit that we're super passionate about. Real shit. About, yeah. Real literally. shit. So it's like, how can we not just keep on going? Yeah. This is, these are our lives, really. Yeah. Yeah. Facts, the truth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I uh, I was telling you earlier that I want to touch on, you know, just like the Cat Williams shit, like him just coming out and exposing everybody and shit. And like, what are your thoughts on that, honestly? Like him just coming out and saying that shit about Ludacris, about... Uh, Ludacris. Uh, fucking Steve Harvey and just like all those other comedians and shit. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it even falls into what we're talking about. It's about living your truth. And yeah. like, I'm gonna be honest, I only, that was a, it's a two hour and 46 minute podcast. Yeah. I watched the 35 minute clip where he went on the comedians. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna come back. Yeah. But like, with Cat Williams, like, I would really fuck with Cat Williams because like, he's one of those people who like, yo, my, I'm not gonna control the narrative. I'm gonna live my truth. Mm-hmm. But he got pushed to the point where he was like, all right, I got to set the record straight. Yeah. And I feel like I've been in, I feel like we've all been in that position at some point in life, whether it be our professional careers or our personal lives, where, like, you, you can only sit on the sideline for so long and let somebody tarnish your own name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been in that position, like I said, at work, and I've been in that position in my own personal life multiple times. And it's always better to be on the sideline, but there's always going to be a time where you just got to step your foot down and be like, nah, like, y'all bugging out. Yeah. yeah. And, like... Listen, Cat Williams has always been my favorite comedian. Feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, I think Steve Harvey's incredible. I think I think Ricky Smiley is like, like a, a super incredible radio host. Like, he is the reason why radio be existing in some in some areas in the South. Yeah. Me? Like, he skyrocketed so many people's careers. All of them, Faison, everybody you was talking about is legends in their own right. Feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. But not even but like. And in the same breath, I could also tell how many of them have that crabs in the barrel mentality. Where it was like, yo, I'm not getting this, so I'm going to blame somebody who is getting it. Yeah. And Cat Williams was getting it, feel me? Because mm-hmm. Cat Williams is a, is a comedic genius. They're all geniuses in their own right when it comes to comedy. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you, like, was paying attention the last, like, I don't know how many years, and then you, like, pair that with what Cat was saying, shit starts to make more sense. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's right. Why would you not want to be a movie star, Harvey? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, really? Like, yeah. Like you do, you 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 really want to only be on Family Feud and nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Like, and then if I'm, I seen a Fazion interview the, the other day where he talked about Cat Williams is overrated, and I was like, you calling him overrated, but 
you doing an interview with somebody I've never even heard of before. You know? <laughs> like, you're doing an interview in a computer chair, my boy. Like, <laughs> like, no respect. Like, I, we're doing an interview in a, in a thrift store basement. I think yeah. that's fly as fuck. Yeah. But I'm also, you know, I'm not a comedy legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm a legend. I'm going to be a legend one day. But, like, I don't know. I thought it was fucking hilarious, though. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious because he's such an incredible storyteller. That's why it really hits, too, because he can, like, he can grab your attention and, and it go nowhere. Yeah. He does that with comedy. He does that with his own real-life shit. So, I respect the hell out of Cat Williams. Cat Williams is a legend in my book and always will be. Mm-hmm. I just think it's crazy some of the things that were said, too, like, especially when he was, like, oh, um, like, when he said the, the P. Diddy shit, like, how P. Diddy offered him, like, fucking... Five million or some shit like that mm-hmm. to like basically like fuck him shit and i'm like i'm like whoa yeah I, like i knew p diddy was on that <laughs> on that time i'm not even gonna lie to you mm-hmm. but like to see cat williams actually be the person to step out and be like yeah no p diddy be having some wild sex parties you mm-hmm. need fucking people big names that you don't even fucking you know you don't know because they're not going to tell you that that shit happened but right. he's like yeah he offered me to um I think he called it his fucking his virgin hole or shit like that. Oh my god! <laughs> and, he, and he's just like, nah. He's just like, nah. I'm not. I'm not taking any amount of money because that's mine. And as a man, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have better integrity than that to let another man come in and right. fucking and do something that I don't want to do. Yeah, for money, yeah. for money. Because it'd be one thing if Cat was into that, for me. Yeah, he's not. He's not. It's yeah. like it's like ain't no wrong with you know like living your own sexual orientation, living your own truth, but when you're being a predator about it, because that's the issue. It's like, I don't give a fuck if Diddy's gay. Yeah, I, give, I give a fuck that he's been, you know, preying on yeah. No, he's, he's being weird with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you could, be, you could be gay. There's nothing wrong with being gay. It's just like, when you're going and you're fucking offering people money for that shit, especially when they don't want to do that shit, it's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. You're a weirdo. Exactly, exactly. And, like, for Cat, it sucks because for so long, Cat Williams has been the butt of the joke. Yeah. So I'm willing to bet Cat has been talking about this type of shit for years. Ain't nobody listening until he got to Shannon Sharp. Yeah. And it sucks, like, like he had to wait till somebody like, like Shannon could stamp him for approval. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Cat has been, like I said, Cat's been the butt of the joke for a minute. And I've laughed sometimes. So, I mean, like, I remember when I was in school, Cat Williams get jumped by, getting jumped by a bunch of 13-year-olds. Yeah, that shit was funny as fuck. Bro, I don't know if y'all remember that video. It's like a bunch of like kids beating <laughs> the brakes off of Cat Williams. Bro, this shit's yeah. crazy. Damn. And he jumped up like a champ and took that shit. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I was like, okay, you know, you took your L, uh-huh. yeah. proceed. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but it's it's nice being able to see somebody like that, like a Cat Williams, who I respected so much growing up, finally being vindicated. Yeah, you know, finally having like his. His vocal retribution and being able to really like unveil all the bullshit that was going on. Yeah, exactly. Because that shit weighs on you. And yeah. like, I think everybody was doing drugs. I don't necessarily believe that. I feel like everybody who was doing comedy in the nineties was was on. Yeah, back in the day. 100%. Yeah, I mean, for Booger Sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Especially he's right in front of you. Yeah. Like you're not telling. Like I know he smoked weed. For me, that's one drug that, a little. Yeah. Thing, mm-hmm. So like. Mm-hmm. But nah, I thought that shit was. I don't. I actually don't know what he said about Ludacris because I didn't get to that part. I didn't get there either. What? I, I just know this dude Luda came out with a freestyle. Bro, I've been seeing so <laughs> many memes about that shit. And like, it, it's. Uh, I saw another dude talk about. It. He's like, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen Ludacris do shit in like fucking a good couple years. Yeah. But the fact that Cat Williams said something and now he's coming out. And he's fucking releasing a freestyle. It's like it's just maybe, serious. Maybe he was kind of you know. He's Cat Williams. He, mm-hmm. he had a point, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. He was telling the truth a little bit, so he had to try to defend his name. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and see what he said because I love Luda. I think Luda's one of the greatest rappers yeah. ever, especially from Atlanta though. He's the greatest rapper ever. Yeah, yeah. no, hundred percent. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, uh, while we're in the area of things that have happened recently, um. I know you say you probably, well, you haven't really heard about it, but yeah, there was like these uh, 10 foot tall aliens, uh, allegedly, they're saying, <laughs> in, um, in uh, Miami, Florida. I say allegedly because it's still kind of up in the air right now, but honestly, I believe there, there were aliens down in fucking, I think it was Miami, Miami Mall or some mm-hmm. shit like that. And people were saying, Oh no! It's uh two teenagers fighting. Yeah, two two teenagers fighting. Right? <laughs> Some big ass teenagers. Yeah, right. But people were saying, "Oh yeah, it's two teenagers fighting." If it was two teen teenagers fighting in the mall, why the fuck would they send the whole Miami police force? They did this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Every fucking police officer in Miami was at the, at that mall to see this shit. 
and then they're talking about, oh yeah, it was just two teenagers fighting and blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. But if it was just two teenagers, why the fuck is everybody converging on this one location? Why yeah. wouldn't you just send like two officers right. go handle that shit? And then there was this other dude, right? Mm. And he was saying, oh yeah, I saw the aliens. He says that they look like this. He said they look like eight to ten feet tall, like. He said he didn't really get a good look at them, but they were like shadowy and like smoky, almost as if they were like like smoke creatures. Mm-hmm. And he he came out and said this shit. And a couple of days later, bro releases another video, and people were saying this is probably like the government or the aliens or something like trying to silence him. Because a couple of days later, he comes out. He's like, "Oh yeah, that video I made, uh, I was lying. Uh, everything I said was false, and like none of it's true, and all that shit." But it's just like. Come on, bro. How, how, you, how are you going to go back on your word like that? Not really. Bro. People need to know the truth. 2024 is the year of the truth, bro. Like, no. Nah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. So, like, any anytime somebody come up with video content by themselves about some shit, I'm always a little wary because I'm like, for me, my first instinct is to click the account. Yeah. And see, like, yo, how many other videos do you guys talking about aliens? Because if it's, like, some random Joe Schmo who's just driving his truck yeah. decides to record himself, that's one thing. But if you got, like, months even years of video content on this shit i'm a little suspicious so that i always i always take everything with a grain of salt yeah mm-hmm. there's always going to be like things that you just don't add up like the entire police force being down there that don't make no sense yeah like i understand that police be like, i don't know what, what what the race of supposed teenagers be mm-hmm. yeah i i know for a fact police be overreacting anytime it's, it's a black dude yeah yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So especially down would, south down mm-hmm. south especially especially miami it's crazy <laughs> miami but um even aside from that i i don't like i'm gonna look into it i don't know too too much about like that specific situation but like i mean i'm a firm believer aliens exist i'm a firm yeah. believer we've been visited multiple times 100 percent. Um, roswell being the biggest example of that the roswell incident yeah we had like what like an incredible amount of people like sharing the same experience even another example is fucking in australia bro at an australian school either australia or new zealand there was like like thir- like 30 or 50 children like who some of them hadn't even even really talked to each other like that mm-hmm had the same exact alien encounter where what? some dude they looked at these green dudes coming out of a ship and they were like yo we need y'all to save the earth the people of this earth are going to kill the planet you guys have to save the planet it was like in the 90s mm-hmm. and you have like an absurd amount of kids who have like no real some of them weren't young enough to really grasp the concept of lying mm-hmm. like it's that type of thing yeah and it's like it's was one of so many people how many people are going to be this organized to lie mm-hmm. how many children are going to be this organized to lie. Yeah. And how many children of a certain age really understand the concept of lying? Yeah. Because, like, when I started lying, I don't really remember, but it wasn't, like, no complex shit like an alien. And I wasn't organized with my friends mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, let alone, like, 30, 50 other random kids. Random yeah. kids, some of them I probably don't even fuck with, homie. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's just what it is. Like, some, some kids you just don't like. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be friends with them, and you're not going to try to organize some shit like this. And... But like there was like a, a I'm gonna find the link for y'all sometime. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this shit's actually like this gave me chills when I first seen it. No, it sounds interesting. Like yeah, but I I don't know. Like for me, it's hard because I like again, it's I don't I don't necessarily believe aliens look like us. Yeah, I think yeah. there is a there's a possibility that they do, but I think like a lot of the depictions of what people describe as aliens I don't necessarily like buy into. Yeah. Um, Cause even like even when they found like the mummified aliens and shit, yeah, they all had noses, yeah, which is like, bro, with when we have they have like hands, legs, and like they look like mini versions of us, but like the skeletons all have noses, yeah, noses noses are all cartilage, feel me? Mm-hmm. So when we die, we decompose. It's just gonna be the skeleton with the space, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's how I knew all that shit was fake, yeah. Because I'm like, you telling me this body decomposed with the whole ass nose is something that's supposed to be one of the first things to go, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that should that should be I don't know. There's a lot of bad actors. It's like it's like politics. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are into politics to get money. Yeah. Like you got like mad Republicans and conservatives who be talking shit but don't actually mean it. Yeah. They say it because they want to get bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what's that? Marjorie Taylor Green or whatever. She's like that, um she's like that blonde lady who um was like a crazy MAGA MAGA enthusiast who's on the was in the on Congress or some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like her, she, all she does is spew bullshit and lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That she might not even necessarily believe, 
but because she's getting money from it, she's gonna keep doing it. Yep. Yeah. Same yep. thing with the aliens. A lot of people lying about that shit to get some money. Yeah. Knowing damn well that there's people like us who really believe that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm 100 think that because the universe is so vast, there's no way that we are the only creature, intelligent creatures at that in yeah, it. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It was like uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, like I, this this is my bread and butter for real. Yeah, like, I yeah. smoke and I'll just watch clips on this shit, and like, but because the, the other thing is that like mathematically it's almost impossible that we're the only civilization in the entire existence. Mind you, the universe is spreading. Feel me? Like, yeah, it's spreading mm-hmm. constantly, constantly expanding. Constantly, yeah, it's only expanding. What, at what point it's gonna just snap like a little dam? Allegedly, like uh, what like Neil deGrasse Tyson or them is saying. Yeah. Um, but. The other thing that like I, I keep hearing and like looking into is that like it's not a question of like if there was a civilization, but like when, yeah. <laughs> because like for all we know, we could be either too late or too early. Mm-hmm. Like because it took us it took us billions of years for our existence to even get here, right here to have these cognitive conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like think about like the timeline of the universe. It's like a handful of billions of billions of years. Mm-hmm. How long did it take us to get here? How long would it take another civilization to get there if not further? Yeah. Um, also, like a lot of things are shroud. Everything's theoretical. Like there's a there's a theoretical possibility that everything that all these scientists and physicists have been saying is bullshit. More than likely, it's not. Mm-hmm. But there is a possibility that the universe is a lot older than anybody really understands or can conceptualize. And even what, what comes before, like what comes before the universe? Are we in a time loop? Yeah. Where it's like. Every time there's a big bang, it starts again. Every time the universe gets too big, where it snaps, that's mm-hmm. another big bang, which is another existence. Yeah. And then even in that, like I like to believe in in higher powers. I don't like to believe. I believe in a higher power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think I don't believe in coincidences. If you look at humans' existence, like there's no way we're a coincidence. Yeah. Like in all all of all of time, when it comes to our planet, there's only been one time where a cell decided to be. The two cells were like looking at each other and were like, we're going to join. Yeah. One cell ate the other one. And instead of digesting it, or however it could, just like breaking it down, it created a symbiotic relationship with it where that one cell turned into a mitochondria. Mm-hmm. That mitochondria was like, you know, mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Powerhouse of the cell. You know, from, from the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, not, but and, and after that, like, it created its ability to create complex cells, like mm-hmm. a eukaryotic cell, quote-unquote, prokaryotic to a eukaryotic cell and after that that's when our evolution started from that one like moment of two cells that like just conjoined and for a while scientists were talking about how like uh, complex life is is inevitable yeah but what they're saying what they've been saying for the last i don't know how many decades is that that's actually false like complex life is not inevitable so we were an accident for for the sake of an argument mm-hmm. like that that's those two cells decided to combine one into one another and create complex cellular structures that turned into the plants turned into fish and then turned into us mm-hmm. like even even when it came to down like that one example bro blows my mind because it's like yo you kidding me no no other example in, in in the entire earth's history of multiple cells got together like that only one time and that sparked everything and then even further into that, you have fish who decide one day, yo, I'm going to go up there. They looked at the sand, they looked at the beach, in the water, they're like, yo, I'm going to go up there. I'm trying to fuck with that. I'm trying to fuck with that. They got up there and they developed fucking knees. Yeah. How the hell does that happen? And then going even further, bro, looking at us as humans right now, bro, our circulatory system looks like the motherboard of a computer. Mm-hmm. Our nervous system looks like somebody took wires from one end to the next with a fucking toothpick or with, uh, with tweezers mm-hmm. and, like, on some operation shit, bro. Yeah. Like, like, I don't know. Complex life is too complex for it to only be an accident. Yeah. No, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any fundamental sense that, like... Again, it's accidental. Everything, everything I feel like is done on purpose. Nothing's accidental. Uh, I can't. Maybe, maybe I'm just like willingly like like buying into my own shit. But I can't accept coincidences outside. Like I don't believe in accidents outside of like human constructs. Yeah. Me dropping a bottle on the floor is an accident because like my motor skills fell apart for a second. Yeah. And we deem that as dropping something as an accident. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. Those those are like accidents that happen on human levels. But like I'm talking about like accidents on a universal scale. Like no, that. Like, that shit 
Maybe like I said, maybe I'm always shit too deep, but I can't accept that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, yeah. that's facts. That's facts for me. Yeah. Like especially, especially like again with every yeah. like <laughs> thing that has come out. You know that well. Again, allegedly, that uh, the FBI actually came out with some of their files on like UFOs and aliens and all yep. that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But the second they came out with it and was like, "Yeah, the this is out there," you know, this is uh, go, go check it out. People were like, mm. for some reason, like, mm, you know what? I'm not gonna look at that. I'm gonna this happened. I'm gonna go look at this. This celebrity died. I'm gonna go mourn their death or some shit like that. But it's just like I feel like. We've been so conditioned to not believe that they're out there that it's like they, they have to be out there. It's mm-hmm. just like they we we got into the point I mean, where it's like if they do show up, people wouldn't really care. I feel like I'm not gonna. I disagree. I feel like if they showed up, you would have a lot of people who are excited, but even more people who their lives would fall apart. Yeah, because our society. While the government wants to say it's a separation of church and state, mm-hmm. our society is completely interwoven with religion. Yeah. Like, of, of all, on all levels. Like, majority Christian, but like, like religion in general, organized religion in general, is so ingrained in so many societies across the world that if you saw an alien, if you saw aliens coming down, you would have an existential crisis because that goes against the entire belief system. Mm-hmm. For me, my belief system is, is, is I believe in a God, I believe in a higher power, yeah. but my my God encompasses more than just the immediate earth. I don't think the earth is the center of the universe. Yeah. You got people who genuinely believe the earth is the center of the universe and that we are God's chosen people and nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you see something like an alien with technology that we could only imagine in our wildest dreams come down, your whole belief system gets turned upside down. Yeah. And in order for that to not happen, I'm willing to bet the government is going out the way to make sure it doesn't happen. Because mm-hmm. then even there, like, who's who's under God in our world? The government. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes God, and then it goes the president, feel me? Yeah. It goes the politicians. They're the ones who control the shit for the most part. Yeah. So if we see an alien come down, like, why the fuck am I going to listen to Joe Biden yeah. talk about some bullshit? Yeah. Talk about, oh, Israel's doing all that it can to protect itself. Yeah, that all that bullshit. When I see... You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> fuck up, bro. Literally, the fact that, like, 90% of our politicians are, like, 60 to 80 years old. And they're just bro, they're geriatric them. losers. Bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they was like, let me make a quick buck. Let me, let me, let me line my own pockets for my next few generations and mm-hmm. see how it goes. Bro, I'm never gonna give you no type of bread. But even if I am somebody who gives you bread and I see an alien come down, I'm gonna be like, yo, what? Yeah. Like, why would I ever vote for you again if, like, one, you knew the existence of this, but also, two, I don't gotta answer to you. Yeah. I'm not. You gonna arrest me? What is he gonna do? Yeah, exactly. You gonna, you gonna shoot me? What the fuck is he gonna do? Exactly. Like, yeah, that shit's gonna flip everything upside down. And I'm willing to bet aliens have made mistakes. And like that's how you have instances of people capture them on film or whatever. Yeah. Or like they have they like remember the experiences. Um, I remember like when all that shit was coming out, they had that footage of like um, that pilot who was like trying to like do the auto target locking on yeah. like a white beam. It's mm. going like zooming up mm-hmm. and down, and you can hear the excitement in dude's voice when he finally like locks onto his target because um, it was moving in a way that he's never seen anything before. Yeah. And you have multiple Air Force pilots, active, non-active, who will testify to this, that they've seen shit in the sky mm. yeah. that defies any type of human technology. Mm. And they're like, they're like, it's not the it's not the Chinese, it's not the Russians, it's not this, that, and third. It's motherfuckers from the sky. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's no other, there's no other, there's no other explanation, you know, for a lot of this shit other than it being like from another world. That shit excites the hell out of me, man. Yeah. Knowing my existence is bigger than just what's on this planet. Mm-hmm. That shit. That shit excites me. Yeah, I hope we get. I hope we get to the point as people where, like, and even like alien new stuff. Like, I hope we get to the point where like we can all just coexist and like travel between galaxies and all that shit. Because it's like I. I want to see more than just the Earth in my lifetime before I die. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I want to experience a lot. If there's things out there to experience, I want to experience. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that we, like, can only, like, like borderline conceptualize. Like, yeah. Like, like a wormhole, bro. Like, I, I, want, I want no more to do than jump headfirst into a black hole and see what's in there. Mm-hmm. If I get erased from existence, it is what it is. I want to yeah. know. I want to know I'm being erased. Yeah. Or, like, 
they were saying like they're talking about black holes and white holes how theoretically that's what that's what creates the wormhole black yeah. holes the entrance white hole is the, the exit mm-hmm. yeah that's where you like time travel and shit mm-hmm. i don't know all that shit bro like i said i'll be I be, get, I be getting high as hell, <laughs> getting deep on them YouTube shorts. Bro, this shit's actually, I don't know what I would do if, like, an alien just touched down in front of the store and I was just like, yeah, we're here, what's up? Bro, I'm no lie, bro, I have no idea. No, no yeah. idea at all. That's why I'm, I'm th- we're, this conversation mm-hmm. I'm thinking about, I'm like, yo, what the fuck would I do? Yeah, because it's like, as much as you think that you could prepare for that shit, nothing can truly prepare you for that. Because you're on his time, you're on their time completely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, they either gonna kill you, <coughs> prison you, or chop it up. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Gonna say what's up. I, I think that's how it is, though. I, ho- I hope uh, they. I hope yeah. they say what's up. I hope, <laughs> I hope, I hope they come and dab me up real quick. But I would yeah. look like, oh, I'll be terrified. But I would be excited too, because it would just be like, damn. Like, even if the world's gonna end, I'm gonna be like, damn. There's someone else out there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone else out there. Mm-hmm. Like, I was right. Y'all wanna listen? Not because they even have like like civilization tiers so like there is a reality where there's an alien civilization that's right outside our hemisphere Mm -hmm. outside earth's gravitational rotation just cooling what they've used like it was like a type five civil it's like one two three four five so Mm -hmm. far Mm -hmm. might even be six we're like a point seven of one because we haven't fully harnessed basically to be a type one civilization you have to fully harness the the resource natural resources of the world you live on Mm. and it also implies that no one is struggling for resources yeah we're still in a resource war and we've been in a resource war for millennia yeah so so like we're not we're not there yet yeah we might have technology that like is similar to a type one or even a type two civilization Mm -hmm. that we don't know about because the government's doing shit yeah because i mean they have weather machines and shit for real. Saudi Arabia yeah. literally was admitting, like, yo, it got so hot the other day, we had drones electrify the clouds, and the clouds started raining. Mm. Some real shit. They got real weather machines. Yeah. Um, but even aside from that, like, because we're still in that resource war, we're never going to make it until we end those resources war. Mm. Yeah. It's a lot harder than, a lot harder than, easier said than done. With type two civilization, you're able to harness, like, your world and then the encompassing worlds around you. Type three is, like, your galaxy. Type four, it just goes deeper and deeper, mm-hmm. and like by top five, you're able to harness the your entire galaxy, like the star mm-hmm. that in, is in your galaxy. You're able to create basically, oh, what's a Dyson? Maybe is it a Dyson sphere or some shit? Where it's like you create a sphere around your sun, mm-hmm. around your central galaxy star, mm-hmm. and completely harness that power. But because you're covering it, your galaxies in um, in darkness. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you're able to completely shroud yourself and hide yourself from the entire universe. So there are, like, because there's, like, like, theoretically that's possible, there's a good chance that there's a, a civilizations that are out there that might dare just be watching us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool in the background, completely invisible from what we're able to see. Because there's, like, they've, like, shot pictures and shit about things that, like, yo, that might look like something. Mm-hmm. We yeah. gotta wait a few. We gotta wait like twenty more years to get a better camera to take a look at it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like we're getting bit by bit by bit. But even the idea, like I don't know if you ever saw seen the movie Prometheus. Mm-hmm. It's like I've heard of it, but I haven't yeah, seen it. Me too. This guy, it's basically like scientists figured out who our creators were, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, we gotta figure this out. And it's just mad cool because like they end up finding out that the creators actually aren't what they wanted, what they thought they were gonna be, and there's also like a hint of like. Who created the creator? Mm. It's like that rabbit hole that keeps going down. And I think that's just fascinating. Like the idea that like somebody they're, they're called they're literally in the in the movie called engineers. Mm. So that even that even that implies that like they're doing like the hard the grunt work for me like yeah. they're doing the number work. Mm-hmm. But there's somebody else. There's somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Call the team. Call the shots. Yeah. So all that shit is fascinating to me, man. I could talk about this shit for days. Man, that shit is crazy, man. Super crazy. I mean, we definitely can. We got the time for it. <laughs> I don't see why not. This is so far our longest episode, 39 minutes. Damn. 
don't even feel like that though to be honest no, like, I, I, i've been so like enticed by the conversation like exactly. i haven't even noticed like i've seen people like coming and going like in my peripherals but it's like I, in my mind i'm just like i hope you don't walk in front of the camera that's like, 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 like I, I don't too. i don't want to tell you that <laughs> like fact, you know fact. we're recording because i'm so interested in like what what you were saying mm -hmm. right. that i don't want to break that focus no fact, no, i appreciate that no, yeah. i definitely noticed him too but we, we was locked in we yeah locked in for real yeah but what, what what's uh what's the one what's like two rap songs that you would play for the aliens like say aliens coming down they're like yo we gonna, we gonna mm. kill the world you got two choices you got two songs to play me right now or we gonna blow up the earth damn that's that's a that's, that's a really good question that Probably. that's tough yeah. as shit wow i never i never actually sat down and thought about that um I gotta think of one, but my first one is March Madness by Future. Fair. Yeah. Because I feel valid. like they gonna hear that and be like, yo, we got some shit like this at the crib. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm not, oh my God. That's not even the best song off that project. But bro, that beat, like, that shit, that shit takes me to another level. It's like, yeah, it was a life, it's a life changing song. Life changing song for a fact, mm -hmm. bro. Mm -hmm. I gotta, I gotta say, honestly, sticking with Future, ma Mask Off probably would be my mask first song. Would be just, fire. just that, I don't know, something about that, what was it, a flute or whatever? Some, something, yeah, something about just that, just, it just lifts my body. Just like, I can see myself, like, like a cel from a celestial view, like, it's just. I feel good whenever that song's on. I can't hate that song whenever no, I, it comes on. I'll take that. That's a good. That's a good choice. That's a good mm -hmm. choice. For my first one, I might have to say like lifestyle by Young Thug. Like lifestyle. Okay, I, 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 I was trying to think of like a Thug song because I'm like, he has so much influence. Yeah. He he would probably be one of my choices, honestly. That's a good choice, especially yeah. that song too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that song's heavily underrated for like the time it came out, to mm -hmm. be honest. Oh, because it was me. Like, I love Vaughn, Shadow Vaughn. Yeah. I love Vaughn, but that song was memed to death of it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm. people were like, oh, what is he saying? But bro. it's like, if you really just sit there and listen. You just gotta listen. Well, you just gotta play the song. You just gotta hear the song longer than seven seconds. That's what oh, it yeah. was, bro. Oh, God. Because mm -hmm. the first time I, I heard the full song, I understood exactly what the fuck he was saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, but when I only seen the seven second, Clip, I was like, of oh, he's speaking. Of course, you know, he's speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, I actually listen to the song, I'm like, I understand exactly what he's saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. Especially as somebody from the South, like, like I'm from Texas, like mm -hmm. that, hearing like like real thick accents is not. Yeah. But like, because it was on social media, it was so much a different experience. So I wish that song went viral in another way outside of it. Yeah. Major Iconic helped. I'm sure Thug is very thankful for how that song went about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, fell, it falls against the appreciation of the song. Honestly. It's an incredible song. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic song, honestly. Shout out Rich Gang, man. My guy. Yeah. Free Jeffrey, man. Free Jeffrey. Yeah, I, I've been looking at um the clips from his trial. I think he's going to be free. Bro, no I'm bullshit. Not going to lie. I said this when he first got got, and I'm saying it now, bro. He's going to get off, bro. He's gonna run that that DA out of Atlanta, bro. I swear. Mm -hmm. Oh God. Did all that all that work just to get him locked up, just for them for to nothing. Get the fuck off for nothing. Yeah, bro. Because when I was really thinking, like from the beginning, a Rico charge. Like, what is he doing to get there? For a rapper, yeah. bro. For a rapper, bro. What are you talking? And like, understand, like there are some times, like up here, I'm pretty sure, like G Fredo and them and mm -hmm. Seven Nine Eight One Cal, like mm -hmm. the A Street Boys, um, or He Street. I'm pretty sure they. Um, HSM, they got hit with the Rico. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but they was they was running a crazy. Uh, I'm about to say though, rainbow. Thug Thug is not doing that. I don't think it's. Like, <sighs> I don't know. He might, he really <laughs> might, bro, I don't know. It's, like, it's free Thug, but he really might be doing that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the 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 issue is that the prosecution. I, bro, I'm not gonna lie. I wish I could be in some of these like these like lawyer rooms, bro, to see what they're doing. Because they be pulling shit out their ass, bro. They pulled a whole transcript about like, oh look. He's talking about putting money on somebody's head. And they're like, no, he's talking about paying his friend's rent. <laughs> like, and they was doing that. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. You know, every, every, I feel like half of those clips, though, is just like bullshit. Yeah, oh, I feel like they're like, trying to set him up for something he didn't do just mm -hmm. by looking too much into what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Way too much into it. The I forget her name, but the lady who's the, the DA, it's just like another example. Like, she wants a career cake. It's yeah. not. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. what this shit is. Like, mm -hmm. they let these organizations pile up their crimes because they want career cases. Yeah. And, like, you don't really care about the community you're serving. 
because if you did, you would be nipping the shit in the butt. Yeah. Not waiting for years and years and years on end to accumulate evidence to take the big dog down because there is no big dog the fucking rapper. Yeah. And even if he was the big dog, for example, the way you going about it was not was not it, bro. You was doing it to get publicity. Yeah. You're doing it to stat to pat your stats. Mm-hmm. And I understand I understand the hustle, but it's like you're doing it dishonestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never you don't that. actually believe in what you're saying. You're yeah. just doing it to say I did it. Exactly. That's the problem. With the, that's the problem with most system, mm-hmm. the justice system. You got you got everybody and their mama wanting to have career cases, and they they compromise their own ethics to do that. Yeah. Like you telling me, you telling me out of all the issues Atlanta got, YSL is is the number one. Like, yeah. All the shit really. going on in Georgia, mm-hmm. y'all one of the poorest country, the poorest states in the country. But why sell is the villain? Bad yeah, it's, they're the big super villain. Mm-hmm. King slime. <laughs> yeah, no, like, again, yeah, no, they're just doing that for the sake of doing it. Like, there's no reason. I mean, honestly, these days, you're not going to top what happened um, with that dude that jumped over the, the judge's table. Man, that, that shit was so crazy. <laughs> crazy. Bro, I'm not going to lie. That's a fucking Olympian, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> like, like, thinking about how tall that fucking uh, that thing is. The fucking tables are literally bro, <laughs> up here. Okay, and not, mind you, he's standing, like, at least six feet away from the podium, bro. He's not standing face-to-face with the podium, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no running start either, bro. That was straight. <laughs> that was a two foot jump. Straight off straight, bro. Straight off <laughs> like, like shit's kind of sad because he's actually like, like he has a lot of serious mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, bro. I seen that and I was like, bro, get him out of the the prison system, bro, and get him to the fucking league. Dog. Put that man <laughs> in the NBA for real, bro. No, fuck the NBA, bro. Put that man on a track field, bro, and see mm, him fucking. Yeah. Oh, bro. Because mm-hmm. like I said, like he could be the best high jumper in the world, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it looked like it. I, I never, bro. I got. I did track in, in high school. High school. Mm-hmm. Shit, bro. I seen a lot of high flyers, bro. Yeah, I've never seen nothing like that. Before. I never oh, seen no shit like that, bro. <laughs> that shit. I was. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, really, bro. bro literally, like, all you hear is just, nah, fuck that. Next thing you know, bro's just flying <laughs> through the fucking air, bro. Mom, so I felt him, bro. I feel him, bro. You, you, you keep me locked up. You taking away my meds, bro. Yeah, you gonna catch these hands. Bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, we got Michael Jordan in handcuffs. <laughs> trying to scold him. Oh, my God. That shit was crazy. Man. No, that shit really fuck was fuck crazy. the prison system. Fuck the jail system, man. Mm-hmm. Fuck the justice system. All that shit. No, really? Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Bro, majority majority of, like, the jail system and all that, and it's been proven, like, is just for profit. Like, they're pro- literally mm-hmm. using them for, like, free labor. Mm-hmm. No, it's, 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 it's new slavery. Man. Exactly. Oh God. Oh God. Exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. today's slavery. It's yeah. just, they're not going to admit that to you. No. Nah. Now they did the Emancipation Proclamation, and it was like, we got to find other ways. Because our entire, bro, our entire economic system is based off exploited labor. Whether yeah. Whether it be exploited labor in the workplace or exploited labor in the prison system. Yeah. So, like, it's just... It's just new ways of exploiting people. Mm-hmm. Prisons is, is not even the closest thing. There's more, at one point, what? It's like, there's more men in prison right now than there was slaves. Yeah. Like, there was specific years. It's not like across the board. It's like specific years there were slaves and specific years men have been in prison. Mm-hmm. There's more black people in prison than there were in certain specific years. Mm-hmm. Slavery mm-hmm. was going on. There mm-hmm. were slaves. Just crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, that's why I'm not gonna. Lie. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna vote this year for real. I've never believed in voting to be honest, because it's just like one of those things where I personally believe that every person that is going into office is pre-picked. Mm-hmm. Like, like they kind of have that shit set up. Like they have a schedule. Like, oh, okay, uh, this person's gonna run. This person's gonna win. This person's gonna come in close second, and they're gonna be like, they're gonna give a big speech talking about how they're gonna come back next. Like I personally believe that everything is like premeditated nothing is like the people it's not the people's choice anymore the mm. people don't have a voice because it's like the government is just running everything behind the scenes facts mm. and bro you and y'all be a conspiracy theorist to, to think that like yeah, it's seen that clear shit, as day you seen mm-hmm. that shit happen in 2016 with bernie and hillary mm-hmm. everybody was like yo hillary gonna be president but bernie was getting more votes so the dnc went out their way to fuck up the numbers mm-hmm. yeah who got the primary hillary mm-hmm. who got fucking smacked and lost 
Hillary. Maybe she didn't get smacked. Yeah. But she, but lost. she still lost. Yeah. She wouldn't have lost to Bernie. That's where fa- Bernie wouldn't have lost to Trump. Yeah. And then and then fast forward again a few years. Again, who's the most popular candidate? Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It's fuck Bernie Sanders now, but who was the most popular candidate at the time? Bernie Sanders. Yeah. And then again, Biden is the one who wins. Yeah. The dude who can barely form a, a coherent sentence is the one who's who who won the DNC nomination. Mm-hmm. And it's like one. I saw that shit come from a mile away because Joe Biden is an establishment baby. Yeah. yeah. Like he's the establishment. Him and Hillary are the establishment when it comes mm-hmm. to the Democratic Party. Yeah, 100%. So all that shit, like, bro, you telling me Bernie Sanders was not going to beat Trump? Yeah. You telling, mm-hmm. telling me a Joe Biden who was talking about rubbing kids' legs at a pool on an accident? Like, you telling me he's better fit for president? That yeah. shit wasn't on an accident, bro. It was at Epstein's Island for real. I know all of them were. All of them were. All of them, all them were. There's so many names on that list that like wasn't even. They shouldn't. They should have been there. That weren't. But like, all that, like you said, bro. All that shit. Most of that shit's predetermined. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but like even then, it's like even like take away the piece of predetermined. What am I really voting for? Yeah. Because what is what is Biden? What what how how much different has Biden been since Trump? Like there are a lot of examples of him enacting policy. It's a lot better. Like, for example, the SAVE program with the tuition. That shit saved my ass. Yeah. Some other things that he's done where, like, like gas prices is falling down. Like, there's a lot of things that he's done in his administration that are, are really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the big issues, like, the shit with COVID, you know? He's not doing shit about COVID. Yeah. They act, it's the second worst wave of COVID in years, bro. No, really. Literally, and everybody's getting that shit. Everybody's mm-hmm. getting COVID. And when they asked the press secretary about it, she was like, bro, do what you got to do. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, what? That's, that's the best solution that we have. All these millions and billions of dollars we have. That you're sending over bro. to freaking Israel who doesn't even fucking need it. Bro, we got, we're a trillion dollar country, bro. What you mean? Yeah. Man? Do what you gotta do. Send me a fucking mask. <laughs> Shut down the world, bro. Like, what? Get my ass in the crib, bro. Really? Like, <laughs> the best bring those stimmies back out. Like, come on. Like, bro, come on, literally. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, it sucks that I, I do wish that we had a, a Democratic president during COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because all the stimulus we got, we would have gotten way more bread. Yeah, way Trump more. Trump wasn't in office because he was actually trying to fight against that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it pisses me off when people are like, "Oh, bring Trump back because we got money." Like, nah, we got would have got way more money. Even like fuck Biden, we would have gotten more money under Biden. Yeah, yeah I but, agree. But still, fuck fuck him because like you said, bro. Like, bro, we can't fund our own schools when we're sending trillions of dollars to Israel. Yeah, you can't you can't cancel my entire student debt. But you can you can you can quadruple the amount of student debt in the country and send it across the water to a country that does not need it, bro. You can't end hunger with all those trillions of dollars, but you can send it to other countries and shit. You can't end homelessness, bro. But you can send all this money to other countries. We could end homelessness in a fucking week, bro. Literally, not even like the snap of fingers. Like what? It's so funny. And then it's again, it's like, oh, veterans is veterans that, bro. We got more veterans who are homeless than on the streets. Yeah. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It's sad. Yeah, man. Free Palestine. Fuck Biden. All that shit, bro. All no, that really. shit, man. No, really. Fuck all that shit, for real. I think today was a good episode, though, honestly. I think we, uh... Facts. End on that. 52 minutes. Oh, oh yeah. Ass, and no free Palestine. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Biden. No, really. Like, I... Again, I'm gonna end it on this note. Just, I personally don't i don't fuck with the u.s government i never did never will because it's just like they move way too shady for me to actually care what's going on with them to be honest mm-hmm. no facts. so it's just like anytime anybody brings up politics i'm like all right leave me out of it because mm-hmm. i really don't care unless you're talking about uh, i should cut the cameras before i say that <laughs> <laughs>